Psalm 36, verses 5 through 7. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens, your faithfulness to the skies. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains, your justice like the great deep. O Lord, you preserve both man and beast. How priceless is your unfailing love. I have two thoughts on this. One is something I was articulating to one of my sons or my wife the other day when we were walking at Todd Point. And I recalled uh, Christmas as a, a, I was recalling Christmas as a young person. And I started remembering the feelings I had on Christmas Day, this enormous expectation, this kind of um, unbridled, you know, yearning to uh, get in to the Christmas room, the living room in the case where I was growing up, uh, see the lit tree and the tons of presents for the four boys of the family, (laughs) all two years apart and all wanting each other's gifts. <laughs> and, and, but, but it basically is a rampage that goes on. The, 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 all the work that went into it now is torn away. And um, the gifts are from, gee, that's just what I wanted to, why am I getting this? Or maybe this is for David, or maybe this is for Stephen or Bobby or somebody. But then comes about 11 o'clock in the morning and a kind of emptiness comes in. The reason Mm -hmm. I bring this up is the commercialization of Christmas did not start in the 1980s. It did not start, it started Mm -hmm. way back in time. Maybe at the time Dickens wrote the Christmas Carol, maybe, maybe even before that. But for young people, Christmas is getting and fighting over kind of territory in terms of gifts and a little bit of a sense of emptiness at the end of it. Um, It sounds like a bad thing, but actually that's what I experienced as a young person. I I experienced that emptiness after the, all that buildup had been coming and coming and coming. And of course it's not related to the Christ child. And maybe that's where the fault lies. Mm. Uh, in our particular family, that there was it was Christmas, but not right. about the birth of the mm-hmm. Savior of the mm-hmm. world. Yeah. Um, you you know what I love to do with with scripture? I love to kind of um, just behold the imagery that's in the actual sentences. And at the time of as of us recording this, I'm not sure which photo you're going to choose for the email that accompanies this. But what there's a photo in my mind that you know it's like a. a a landscape with a big old mountain and these beautiful clouds just stretching out across the sky. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens. Your faithfulness to the skies. Can you picture like wisps of clouds just stretching out across like a Utah or Arizona skyline? Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your justice like the great deep. Oh Lord, you preserve both man and beast. I just can't help but picturing. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing the psalmist was looking out over a scene like this and saying, "You know what's like this grand picture before my eyes? 
the love of God, the faithfulness of God, the righteousness of God, the justice of God. Wow. And it just leads you to awe and wonder. And just to tie it to what you were just saying, I think that's the key, right? Like when we're kind of scrambling over Christmas gifts or wanting our brother's gift or being unsatisfied with the material things, blah, blah, blah. It's because our focus is on the wrong place. You know, focus on Christ, focus on the grandeur of God. And uh, it'll just put us in a place of awe instead of comparison. And that's, I think that's the trick, right? Post-Christmas. Okay, now let's focus on God. Well, I must say that this is the most extraordinary moment of all of our recordings. And I think we've been doing quite a lot, right? (laughs) So the picture that you imagined uh, actually has been placed in my grid Oh, nice! Uh, uh, and so I'm going to explain what it's uh, what I'm looking at right right this second. A little thumbnail. So it's early in the morning. The sky is uh, is bluish with red on the horizons. Uh, you're looking west. Above uh, the scene are a flock of birds, a wedge of birds flying across the scene, and in front is Grand Teton. One of the most beautiful mountains in all of the United States. And the sun is hitting the top of it, but below it are clouds. And below the clouds are a body of water that are also enshrouded with uh, mist. You describe this without ever seeing it. (laughs) And I was looking at it and just keeping my mouth closed because (laughs) I couldn't believe what you were saying. This is the coolest moment of all of our Uh... recordings. I can't believe you did that. That's but then awesome. again, I do believe. Yeah. Yeah. That's a little fingerprint of God. If anybody wants to have a, like a soundtrack accompanying this awesome song and this awesome moment, there's an old Christian rock song from like must be about 20 years ago. It's by the band called Third Day. And uh, it's called Your Love, O Lord. And it's based on this psalm. Your love, O Lord, reaches to the heavens. I'm doing a terrible job. He's got that kind of raspy rock voice. But whenever I hear that song, I see that same image, you know, of the, just the grandeur of nature pointing to the grandeur of the love of God. So look it up if you got Spotify, dear listener. Third day, your love, oh Lord. I'm just, I'm just uh, stunned. I really <laughs> am. I, I'm just looking at this picture as you were speaking. So cool. So it cool. is very cool.